here. Hello, everyone. Hi, Maggie. I don't even know what episode it says. <laughs> 12? I think it's 13. 13? Oh, okay. Lucky number 13. I should know that. I just totally have spaced out what number of episodes we're on now. It's because we missed a week, but it's okay. Exactly. We're Hi. back, everyone. We're so sorry. Yes. And we're going to talk today about stress, um, how it can manifest both mentally and physically, mm -hmm. um, what to do about it, how to know if it's good versus bad, um, and of course, unhealthy versus healthy coping mechanisms, right? So we're here to give you all the tips. So that's what we want to really get into. This is an amazing topic for the time that I'm at right now because I'm actually in a stressful season and space. So I feel like if I was in, you know, when you like have your life together and everything's just flowing. Yes. That'd be a terrible time to record this podcast. Yeah. Because think, it'd be, yeah. it's not as real. Like when we're actually like, I'm literally trying to manage my stress as we speak. Maggie can attest this before we got on the podcast and hit record. I feel like this is a good place to be doing this. Yeah, I think um, sometimes it's good to talk about things when you're in it, and sometimes it's good to reflect on afterwards, and it's always so true. good to do both, you know? So true. I like um, the contrast. Yeah, but I think definitely this is a good time to have this conversation. I would say that I am um, experiencing a little bit higher levels of stress currently as well, but I think for both of us, it's in a place where it's a healthy level of stress. Um, and we haven't allowed it to, you know, take over yet, which is something that we want to talk about today, um, which is so important, right? Cause we've all been there when it's like, you have this healthy level of stress, whether like for you, it's from school or me, it's from mm -hmm. business. And like, um, then we don't do the healthy things to take care of ourselves, and it completely takes over. Right. So literally that, yeah. Okay. So I'm really excited to start with what stress looks like for us because like we all know what stress is it's that feeling of overwhelm things are piling up and you're honestly it really kind of is a parallel to anxiety in my opinion mm -hmm. uh, like the stresses of life do you have a better descriptor of stress like a more formal one maybe <laughs> I am currently looking at the Cleveland Clinic website so oh, super very fancy everyone get ready um but the reason why I pulled up some resources is because, of course, everything that we do talk about on here is a mix of, you know, science-backed information plus how we use that with our own personal experience, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. I think that with an episode like this, it's definitely good for us. I don't know, like the way my brain is going to be like, okay, let's get like the hard facts and then also like, you know, relay that into our personal experience because mm -hmm. the story is where it's going to help the people who are listening, right? So um, I think that that's where my brain was going. So anyway, aside from that, um, what is stress, right? So according to the Cleveland Clinic, um, stress is a normal human reaction. It happens to everyone, right? Like we all- I love that you have this pulled up. We are, yeah. I love it. Here I am, you're a little researcher. Very Maggie, <laughs> very Maggie appropriate. And I love yeah. that. Um, but the first thing that they're talking about is that it is a normal reaction it happens to everyone, right? And this sure. is- super important place to start because I feel like a lot of times when we think of stress, we automatically think of it as a negative thing mm -hmm. when actually stress isn't initially a negative thing, right? Like you can have stress that can be positive and it can help keep us motivated, alert, right? Ready to avoid danger. This is like what's going on on this website, but it, this is real, right? Like when yes. you are, think about like something that is, you know, you're starting a new project and your heart starts to like beat a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. That's stress. That is stress and it's helping you be focused and be able to like analyze the information and do a good job, right? Right. That's stress and it's coming on in a healthy way. 
Right. Um, and, and the keyword there is healthy way to me that translates to a small dose or a small to moderate dose of stress. Exactly. Right. When we think of like feelings of anxiousness, feelings of depression, feelings of stress, they're all normal things when sure. in a small to moderate amount can be very healthy for us. Right. It's when they surpass that is mm-hmm. when it gets challenging. Mm -hmm. And everyone's the reason why I want to talk about our like versions of stress is because we can't just sit here and tell you exactly how it's going to manifest in your body. We don't know what a healthy amount is for you or a small dose is for you. Uh, Sometimes I don't even know if I know that for myself, like that's a very, uh, you have to be very in tune with yourself or at least practice being very like, you know, aware um, in order to reach that level of like understanding what that's like. So for me personally, if we talk about how our stress manifests, when I'm doing something exciting, I feel that, you know, it's this feeling of a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of stress, and it's the motivator. I call it like if we're thinking about the self, the manager part of us mm-hmm. is the one who typically brings on the stress and the anxiety. They're the, you know, you got to do this, you got to do this, cross this list, dot this I, do this, do that. Like that's a healthy amount for me. Mm-hmm. And when I am managing that, which is what we're going to get into soon, when I'm managing that appropriately, it's perfect. I need that little bit of stress because without it, the purpose for me, like the purpose of career or this or that isn't as strong. And that actually can send me the other way into more of a depressed state. So that mix between a little bit of stress, but not to the point of like overwhelm is where I thrive the most. Yes. I love that you said that because I also feel that way. So um, my friend Lauren is here right now. She just got here before we oh. got I guess. And I said, literally just said to her, I said, I feel like I'm in a state where like, I'm a little bit underprepared, but I think that's also where I thrive the most. Right. And mm-hmm. it's like where everything's like mostly together, but we're moving a little bit faster than I'm like, quote unquote, ready for, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm still here to do it. Right. Like that mm-hmm. little bit of stress of being like, okay, it's time to get on the podcast. Let me prep really fast. And then after this, I'm getting out and Instagram live, let me prep really fast and do it. Like that's where I thrive. Right. So we need that little bit of stress. I love that. And just knowing you and knowing how you kind of function best, that speaks to who you are. You're aware enough of who you are that you kind of bring out your A game in the last quarter. Like you kind of bring out like your, oh, I see your face lighting up because you're probably thinking of like basketball or something like that. But like (laughs) you really, that's something for you that like you bring your A game at the end. You function well like that. I have always kind of played that way for me, but I'm learning about myself that that defensive for me is really not where it's at personally. So I think finding like your, ah, what's the word? Finding where the stress can be like a motivator and a nudge and you keep it in a way that functions for you is a really like, you got to get kind of deep with yourself for a topic like that. Don't you think? Yes, I do think so. And it's something that we need to be, like you just said. Um, So practicing awareness of ourselves is something that is you know, beneficial to us in all areas of our life, mm-hmm. right? Um, I spent a lot of my life being completely unaware of myself. And once I, you know, started to be like, oh, huh, like just reflecting and mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more time to be quiet. I feel like for me personally, I had a um, huge fear of the quiet, right? And the being with myself. But once I allowed myself to do that, even though it was scary and terrible and the most uncomfortable thing ever, um, it definitely allowed me to be able to become aware of when I'm the best, right? When exactly. 
my best because when we're just constantly going, 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 and we don't give ourselves time for that reflection, that is actually mm -hmm. one of those unhealthy, you know, manifestations of stress, right? We need time when we're like, okay, let's get that little bit of stress going, right? Like a little bit of, um, when I'm thinking like a little bit of stress, it's also like uh, synonymous with like motivation, right? Yes. Too much you're saying it's synonymous with anxiety, right? So we want to find where it's like synonymous for a good mm -hmm. thing. Oh, synonymous. That oh. is a nice word. I'm going to steal that. You really know where it came from. Just synonymous. Um, but we want to find like where it's healthy for you personally, right? Mm -hmm. And that takes reflection. It takes looking back and being like, okay, how did I do this this time? And how did it go? <laughs> right? Absolutely. Like how much prep time did I give myself? Was I like thinking about this one project for two weeks and it was completely boring and really, you know, not very stimulating and exciting? Mm -hmm. okay much time to be my best was I did I only give myself 24 hours and now I'm having chest pains and can't <laughs> and my face is breaking out okay maybe I need a little bit more sure sure but we can only do those things when we actually sit back and reflect on such a good point do you know what I think will be helpful because it always really helped me and I never really thought about it in this way, but it's kind of hitting me and I'm going to share it. My mom would always describe me and like people she knew who were like hard workers and getting things done. She would say you are a fire in your belly. Like, do you feel that fire in your belly? Which is really weird. So bear with me for a second. But I think there's something to that. I feel something in my gut that fire, whatever you want to call it, passion, creativity, it's there for me. And it's there for me in a healthy amount that it motivates me, but that fire in my belly, that passion, that creativity, if I let the stress really build up, I also feel my anxiety right there in my gut. And I think a lot of people, if you have like somatic symptoms like that in anxiety or anything like that, you'll hear a lot of people say they feel it in their gut. They feel it in their stomach, stomach pains, you know, uh, chest pain, like it, it can manifest in physical ways. And so I think getting in tune with your body of knowing like, oh, butterflies, like nervous, excited energy versus, oh my gosh, I feel sick to my stomach. That can also be an indicator for you. If you're like, where do I start in recognizing my stress? That's one for me that could be similar for others. Yes. I love that you say that. So um, that kind of leads us into talking about, um, you know, symptoms of stress and mm -hmm. how we can tell if it's a healthy amount or if it's an unhealthy amount, right? That's sure. Right. And I love something I love so much about the human body. And I, I like how this is tying back into our, you know, overall goal of like bridging mental and physical, you know, health mm -hmm. and awareness and all that stuff, because this is exactly how we can use the body to our advantage. Right. Okay. So stress right. is something that is technically mental, right? Technically. Mm -hmm. However, it also shows up physically in our bodies, right? Absolutely. Exactly like you just said. If you're having a healthy amount of stress about a situation, maybe you have butterflies and you can like make it feel like like it's exciting, right? Yes. Exciting, yes. A little bit nervous. Anticipation. Want to do it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like you just said, you know when when it's too much, it might feel like, oh my God, I really have to go to the bathroom. Anyone else? Mm -hmm. Anyone else out mm -hmm. there, right? So if you are unsure of, you know, you're listening to this and you're like, huh, I don't know how to tell. Start by looking at the physical things that are happening, right? In your body. Such a good point. Yeah. When, when you physically feel good and like your energy is rising, then mm -hmm. that's a good, you know, way to be like, Oh, let me like look back and see what was going on mentally. Right. Because it's so hard to distinguish 
how we feel mentally a lot of the time, at least for me personally, it can be very difficult to distinguish how I'm feeling mentally. And I'm much better at it now than I have been in the past. But mm-hmm. the place where I always start is how am I feeling physically? And then I can tie back into what's going on mentally, mm-hmm. etc. And you know what it is for a lot of people and Maggie, I think you're similar in this way is that Actually, I don't think that about you. I think you probably maybe started this way and then have become probably way more aware mentally, but like having, I only say this because the way you've described like how you were as a kid, like I bet you needed more like concrete evidence, right? So if someone just told you like an abstract concept of like, you'll feel it here, there, you're like, yeah, okay, like show me, you know what I mean? So what you're saying and what you're describing with the physical symptoms is for people who aren't as like woo woo as probably I am a little bit. That's some evidence for you. You feel it there and you feel those things for a reason. And so getting in tune with that, I think is one of the symptoms. What do you think? Well, I can answer one too, because you totally just did a great job explaining the physical symptoms. Another symptom for me, at least with stress is feeling uh, the feeling of, I don't want to just say overwhelm because that doesn't describe it well enough. But for me, it's kind of like, when I'm not having as many quiet moments and I find I can't even find the time to etch in a couple of those or I'm not making the time to, that's when I know. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is such a good point. And it's something that also it takes that reflection, right? And there's there's mm-hmm. many things going on here with what you just said. So like what I'm taking out of that is stress is always occurring, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's normal. Um and we do things, we have healthy coping mechanisms. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, we have healthy coping mechanisms to help mm-hmm. us manage this stress so that way it doesn't become out of control, right? So we have exactly. stress in school and we do good things like exercise and we get enough sleep and we journal mm-hmm. and we meditate and we, set we drink goals. water. And we drink water and, and, you know, all of these things, all these healthy coping mechanisms, which we can go into more um, in a bit here. Yeah, because I think that's what people are going to really want to know about too. Yeah. So we do all of those things, right? And those are like the preventative things that we do here, right? So mm-hmm. health, um, we have all of these things that are preventative that we do every single day or however often, you know, depending mm-hmm. on is that you need to do so that way when the stress comes up it does stay manageable right exactly and then when we stop doing those prevention things those healthy mm-hmm. coping mechanisms that's when it gets out of control right and a lot of times when we're just starting to become aware of this we don't realize all of the preventative things that we're doing we're just like oh my gosh now it's too much what did i do wrong right mm-hmm. and we think like how can i fix this right in this moment when in reality it all comes down to like all of those little things we do every day. Those are the best stress management techniques that there are. Like, like we've talked about this before. Like you're like, yeah, the lavender and the bubble bath are not going to help you when it's too far. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like all of this time we spend taking care of ourselves, the little bits of time every single day are what help keep that stress in a healthy level and mm-hmm. not get overboard. And they eventually, okay, so I'm going to point out one thing and I don't want to go to psychologists on everyone here, but because this is my training and because this is where some things like Maggie's going to like pick up on things that I say and I'm picking up on what she just did. So if I was like, you know, Maggie's psychologist therapist, I would immediately pick up on that. The way you just heard Maggie's tone go from normal speaking level to, oh, you should have done this and you should have done that. That's your critic coming out, right? So she's just reading 
in acting what we all have we all have that critic inside of us and she just displayed it perfectly with like getting louder with yourself shame talking to yourself in a shameful way and that is a spiral waiting to happen so that's something we can touch on probably in a later topic because actually be really cool to do a whole episode just on that but I just wanted to point that out because that's what it's like that's what it's like in your head you start to oh my god why did I do this oh why like you get louder, you get more mean to yourself. Like it's not helpful most of the time. And there's ways to kind of like calm that critic ahead of time. So what Maggie's talking about with the preventative stuff, I think it's really cool because especially once it becomes habits, like for me now, it's not really like a negotiable that I drink a gallon of water a day. I just do for the most part. Even if my life is crazy, for the most part, I get my water in. Now, areas that I do struggle is more like the consistency of a workout, even though I know that that's exactly what I need in a stressful season. That's something that I'm still working on is making sure like, okay, you've got a crazy day, get that 6 a.m. workout in. You don't want to, you want the extra sleep, but that workout is going to bring you back down from that craziness just a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, and I think we should go into some of these healthy, you know, coping mechanisms and healthy mm-hmm. reactions to stress, right? And a lot of healthy reactions to stress, like we just said, come before the stress, right? Mm-hmm. Making sure we're drinking the water and it's creating habits out of these things, right? So you just brought yep. up a very good point where you have a habit in place to drink water, where regardless of what's going on, you are drinking your set amount of water for the day, which is- For the most part, yes. Of course, it's not 100%. Of course, of course. But um, I would consider your amount of consistency to be, that's a habit, right? Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, However, you just said with exercise, not so much, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really good point that you bring up because a lot of times we- um, add to our stress by, you know, forcing ourselves to try to implement all of these things at one time. And then when we quote unquote fail at that, we just add to the stress of being <laughs> get it wrong again. Just you know? one more thing for the critic, the person, the little thing inside of us saying you did it wrong again. Exactly. And so it's very important that when we are talking about these healthy coping mechanisms and things that we want to do um, to keep our stress at a healthy level for you is that don't try to take them all on at once. Please don't mm-hmm. try to make a habit out of all mm-hmm. of these things at once because it is, you're not setting yourself up for success, right? No. You're setting yourself up for failure that way. And it's only going to feed into the cycle that mm-hmm. you're currently in of, okay, the stress gets too high. I'm not doing things to take care of myself. Now I'm beating myself up and then mm-hmm. it hurts, right? So we want to start one thing at a time. And once you feel comfortable with that one thing, then we add in something else. Okay, so Maggie, I kind of want to go rapid fire with each other. We can, of course, explain it. It doesn't have to be super rapid fire. But I think what people are going to want to know the most, which is what I would want to know, and it's taken years to kind of get these habits, and I'm still learning, not even habits, techniques, tools, tips, whatever you want to call it. I still don't use them at all times, and I'd love to know what other people use. So, like, if they can leave comments down below, um, I really want to know how other people manage their stress, too. But I think it'd be really cool because I think most people are going to want to know, okay, well, give us the tips. You're talking all about stress, yada, yada, yada. What do you do? Like, what can you grab onto? So how do you feel about just going back and forth? Like, I share one of mine, you share one of yours, and just kind of, like, feed off each other and go from there? 
Yep. Sounds good. Keep them short, concise. Okay. So we already mentioned, (laughs) yeah, we'll try our best. I already said water. That's a huge one for me is at least staying hydrated uh, because a headache, like a dehydrated headache on top of the stress is not what we need or I'll get a migraine right away. So water is one of them, but I don't want to use it as a first one since we always talk about water probably. I would say a big one for me is getting outside anything in nature. I have to get outside, period. I have to connect. I got to put my feet in the grass. I got to, if it's nice out, I have to walk around in nature at some point during a stressful season. That's exactly what I was just going to say. So I actually did this yesterday because I was having, you know, one of the days where the stress took over a little bit. And the first thing I did, I was like, okay, leave my phone inside and go outside for a walk. I live on Mm -hmm. a dirt road. Um, and so I just walked down to the end of it and walked back and I left my dogs at home and it was a terrible, terrible, terrible emotional mess for them. Oh no. But, um, that's one thing for me, um, going off of that, what you just said is I drop everything and I go for, even if it's just a five minute walk by myself with no distractions. And what I do during that walk is I, point out things that I see here smell like just love yes grounding techniques I just found like five sticks I hear the birds I smell you know the car that just drove Mm -hmm. the neighbor which is a grounding technique um exactly yeah Mm -hmm. so that's what I do um now I don't remember where I learned that but um it is very very helpful for me because Mm -hmm. what happens for me when I am feeling very stressed the mental thing that happens is my brain literally just like does not shut up right it just like yeah goes and goes and goes taking the whole deeper 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 so Mm -hmm. when I start to like point out these physical things happening around me it pulls me out of that Mm -hmm. that is such a great I love that you added on to that one because it's really true and I love that you take it up a notch and you do some grounding techniques at the same time that is so cool Okay. If I don't, then it doesn't really help as much because my head is still spinning. Such a great point. Yeah. What's another one you do? Because you stole my uh, outdoor one. So. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about going out So for a walk. <laughs> funny. Oh my gosh. Another one um, that is something I do either like in, a, in the moment when I am feeling stressed and and this is a super, super like preventative one for me is okay. exercise. Exercise. Um, yes. So I try to work out three to four times per week. Um, sometimes I'm consistent with that. Sometimes I'm not right. Even sure. the trainer over here, like, of course we want to be con- as consistent. Mm-hmm. As and I notice that when I don't is when the stress takes over more quickly, right? Sure. When I do prioritize exercise. Um, and when I say exercise, I'm talking about resistance training. Mm-hmm. Um, not like going out for a walk or something like that. I'm talking about like formalized, like following a program resistance training. Um, yeah. When I do that consistently, the stress is much, it's much easier for me to manage my stress and keep it at a healthy level. And sure. when I don't do that, about two weeks later, it hits me. Mm. I love that you have it narrowed down to two weeks. It's, it's that's not. That's how you know it's real. Yeah. And it's not immediate. And that's something that's taken me a long time to become aware of, but 
um, you know, think back at this might be something that happens for you too. Maybe for you, it's like that day, but Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm doing really great. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing so good. Like I don't need to work out today. And then two weeks later, it's like, yeah, you know? Oh my gosh. And what a, like, you've taken so much like stock in like what, um, you've noticed works and doesn't work. So like you knew literally down to the week of like when it would all hit you. I'm alone. <laughs> so funny. My next one. Um, I just want to mention this really quick because my instinct is to say, Oh, read or journal and stuff like that. And the funny part is, is that as much as those are great techniques, I actually don't grab for them when I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with the bubble bath, the lavender, all the, you know, cliche things that you'll find on Google. If you, you know, look for stress management uh, techniques, a lot of times it's very like, Um, simple things like that. And there's some really amazing power in reading and journaling and stuff like that. But for me personally, um, I find that making a list on a calendar is very therapeutic. Was that another one of yours, Maggie? (laughs) Sorry, I just got I am a list queen. If the list is not working, I am a post-its all around my computer monitor of the day, the week, the this, the that. There is so much in my head sometimes. Um, As you guys know, I'm in my master's to be a school psychologist. So, well, you may not have known that, but I am. And it's a full-time program. So it can be a lot at times, a lot of different evaluations, a lot of different things happening at once, um, trying to work at the same time. Like there's a lot of variables like happening sometimes. And with that, my mind can get almost cluttered. Like, you know, I've got the podcast here. I've got work here. I've got school here. I've got home life here, health here. Like there's so many different um, facets, which that's life. Everybody has tons of different things typically going on at the same time. And so being able to kind of like compartmentalize all those different things into sticky notes or lists or get yourself your favorite little like legal pad and do some T-charts and whatever works um, is helpful for me. And one thing that I really love that I really want to start incorporating more is something called a brain dump. So instead of doing, oh, Maggie is so mad right now. I can see her like shaking her hands. Maggie, are you saying we're similar and we should like do a podcast together? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Are you saying that we would uh, work well together because we have similar ideas? (laughs) No, but I, um, that's something that I really want to start doing more because I'll try and make these formal lists and as much as they help to get everything on paper, Sometimes I literally, at the end of the day, like my eyeballs are going to fall out of my head and I just want to like dump everything away. Yep. I want to talk about that more because that's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, I love how we have the same things, which is good because they work. They Um, work and here we are. I didn't talk about it beforehand. I actually have a formal training on brain dumping that I teach Mm. my clients. So if you're listening to this and you want it, let me know. I'll send it to you. Um, but I want to go through it a little bit since you just brought it up. Mm-hmm. Kind of Tell us. So this is what works for me. Um, this is a combination of like things that I found, you know, like research-based and also like, okay, let me tweak this because, Trial and error. you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if you relate to this, but I can mm-hmm. never find a journal that I like because it's, or like a, you know, like a calendar. I want to create my own. Because yeah, because it's not perfect. Yes. Right. Yes. So this is kind of my way of, creating that type of thing for myself. So um, we have a bunch of steps here. I actually want to pull it up. Um, so just bear with me for one second. Um, so that way I can make sure I don't skip things because mm-hmm. 
this has completely changed my life and wait Maggie wait okay hold on you're like a mile a minute I love it so much you're so passionate about this hold on I'm just thinking really fast do you think that brain dumping I am no expert you clearly are though you are ready to teach is this something we could turn into a mini episode like a 20 minute episode yeah, probably. <laughs> you can get the gist. No, no, no. I'm not going to steal your thunder. Give the gist of what it is. But like the steps, can we hold for another episode? Yes. So okay. that's a great idea. Um, I <laughs> She's like, darn it. Time. <laughs> She's but, so upset. Please tell us what it is though. And then, cause I'm just thinking like, that would be a great episode to go like in depth on. Cause I'm actually really interested now. Yes, yes, yes. So brain dumping to me, like my definition of it is literally write down everything that's going on in your brain right? Mm -hmm. So my initial list is like all of the to-dos, all of the thoughts about things that might become to-dos, the feelings, like whatever's going on in my brain, it just comes out on paper. And I usually use like a plain like piece of printer paper. And I don't do this in my notebook usually because I want to throw it out. Mm. Like this is like the get everything out of my love that I don't need to see it again almost like a purge almost like a cleanse or a purge yeah so usually I do it on a piece of paper and I write down every single thing that I'm thinking about and for me it's usually like all the things that I have to do because that's for me what takes up a lot of space in my brain sure um so I do that and then I have other steps that I go into so I'll categorize it into the different categories kind of like what you were talking about how you have school you have work you have your home you know like keeping your home all this mm-hmm. stuff. so I'll categorize it then I add specific things that have dates and times like start times end times to my calendar mm-hmm. and then everything else gets into like a prioritized list inside of its category okay Okay. So then after that, I take the most important things and also add those to my calendar in like order of priority. So that way I make mm-hmm. sure I'm hitting every category with like the most important things that get done. Okay. Um, so that's like the gist of it. Um, and that is how I have come to like really, really deal with my stress most of the time, because a lot of times, like I own a business I'm starting mm-hmm. another business. I have a podcast. I, you know, like my wife. Everything else. Yeah. I do all of our personal mm-hmm. finances. Like everything um, is in my brain and it all needs to come out. Right. So for me, as soon as I do that and I go through this process, I feel like, ah, mm-hmm. it's better now. I can accomplish all of these things. It's not as overwhelming as I thought it was. Oh my gosh. I love that because literally I know brain dumping at the very service level uh, form. So I'm really excited actually to do that. I hope I didn't steal your thunder though, by asking you to do it in a different one. I think we should do a whole another episode on it. We can do that maybe for next week, like just the next one. We'll yeah. Do- just to like tie in everything. Um, okay. I-, I love that. So who just went, I just went. So now I'm so sorry. Cause I took all of yours and you have to come up with something else. I say we each do one more or two more. What do you think? Yeah. However, however many times we both talked yeah yeah um let's see okay so we talked about going outside we talked about exercise we talked about brain dumping and planning Um, oh can we talk about nutrition a little bit yeah do you have anything okay 
Yeah, because I've noticed like it's funny um, when I'm in a bind, of course, that's when sometimes I'll like stop and grab a sandwich or I'll stop and grab this or, you know, more things on the go. And I've noticed, especially recently, if I don't keep my water in check, so hydration or nutrition, if I have a stomach ache or a headache or I feel like crap because I just had something from like, you know, not the best place with not the best ingredients, I find that that kind of stresses me out even more because now it's like, great, I'm stressed and I don't feel well. Mm-hmm. So I really want to talk about that and how the importance of as much as, you know, a million things could be going on at once, the importance of those basics, right? So where I'm sleeping, getting sleep what I'm drinking, water, like basically like the basic needs of being a person, sleep, your home, food, water. I have to still cling to those during those times or I've noticed that I really just like, then I'm really out of sorts. Do you have any like tips for that? Because I'm still trying to navigate that. Like I am good about packing a lunch and packing snacks, but like it's almost even more important during those seasons, even to have like random snacks in my car or this or that, like just to not be in a bind where you have to choose things. Cause I think that's a big thing for people. Some people like stress eat or they grab things in a hurry or, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that's interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about it. That's actually a really good point and something I wasn't thinking of that is very, very important. Of course. So coming from both the nutrition coach and the most hangry stress, stressed person. Really? Okay. Um, I am both of those things at the same time. Um, okay. So nutrition, nutrition is very important in general, right? Like, mm-hmm. you just said. um, it's important. We eat protein. It's important. We eat vegetables. It's important. Our me- meals are balanced, right? Of course. It's important that we go out to eat sometimes, you know, all of things. course, but exactly like you just said, when we are in a more stressful time, Mm-hmm. whether or not this is something that like we know is coming up or not. Let's talk about like when we know it's coming up, right? For example, mm-hmm. like it's finals week and you know, on May 21st, the week of May 21st is finals week, right? So yeah. what can we do nutrition wise to help us, to help set ourselves up for success for mm-hmm. that week, right? So there are so many ways that you can go about this depending on, you know, your financial situation resources that you have available, but however you do it, prepare ahead of time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for me right now in my phase of life, it looks like ordering meal prep from a company. Cool. Because cooking is not my favorite thing. I think because I talk about food all the time, it's like the last thing I want to do. So for me, when I know that something is going to be very stressful, I just take that right off my plate. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to order the healthy food that I want to eat ahead of time. And it's going to be ready to go in my fridge. Okay. Mm -hmm. It used to look like making sure on, you know, Sunday or whatever day of the week, I went to the grocery store and bought enough food and meal prepped it for the entire week. So that way the meals were ready to go in the fridge, right? Right. So um, that can be very cost effective. And for me in those stressful times, it's more important that I'm eating nutrient dense food 
you know, mm-hmm. myself going, right? We need energy. Um, we only have so many decisions and so much willpower we can make every single day, right? Of so course. A slight tangent, but we only, that's really true. Like we only have so much willpower, right? So mm-hmm. if you're in a stressful situation because of something outside of nutrition, mm-hmm. don't force yourself to have to make decisions about nutrition that you could be saving for that stressful situation, right? Plan ahead of time in whatever way works for you, whether it's meal prepping all those meals, already having a plan of what Mm -hmm. restaurant you're going to go to and what you're going to order, ordering meal prep from a a company, like whatever it is that you're going to do, just have it planned out so that way you don't have to spend any time or energy making decisions about food. Sure. Because that is it for most people I know for myself like having to choose what to eat is like a huge mental task for me Um, absolutely even though I know so much about food and I know what I quote unquote should be eating and I know what's going to make me feel best it's still like okay where am I going to go what am I going to order how long is it going to take blah 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 blah. you know like how long is it going to take me to cook this meal and so the more I can have that all those decisions already made the easier that it is. Mm -hmm. And I know that that might seem like, well, how can you, you know, how can you do that when you're already like worrying about all these other things and it comes down to the preparation, right? And this is one of those times where you have to get very, very honest with yourself and just be like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing as good of a job as I can with this. And it's very simple for me to plan ahead of time. And I just need to do that. It's very black and white. Um, I know it can be very emotional, but at the end of the day, it's food and we have to prepare for it ahead of time if we don't want it to add to the stress during those times. Sure. And mm-hmm. I, okay, so uh, I'm trying to think, I'm looking at the time because our episodes do best when they're like 30 to 40 minutes, not like because Maggie and I get to hear all day long. Um, I want to make sure I have something I want to wrap on that's related to that. So I just want to make sure that I'm not cutting you short. Was there anything else you really wanted to mention or you're okay with me wrapping on that topic a little bit? Um, the only other thing in terms of nutrition that like, I would say is just have snacks available. Oh my gosh. We we love a snack because like that are good for you because, um, and good for you, meaning like whatever that means for Mm -hmm. you. Right. Um, because I know for me, like when I am, you know, already stressed and then I'm hungry and then I get hangry and then it's not a good situation over here in the Maggie All downhill from there. Have snacks. Um, and yeah, make sure you feed yourself, right? Because that's yes. the thing too, is like when we get stressed out, it's very easy to be like, oh, I don't have time for lunch. I'm just going to eat later, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. take a minute and eat something and everything else will feel a little bit easier. And that is such a great point. And the other thing, so the thing I really want to end on is that I knew a stressful time was coming. I knew that. I knew that months ago. I could have easily prepped a little better and gotten it going, but I didn't. And oh, well, it's life. Who Like, what are you going to do? But that's how I'm talking now. In the moment, I started to get into a little bit of the negative talk. Why did you do that? Why didn't you prep? Here we go. The critic. Why didn't you get it together? And the truth is I'm human and I didn't do it. Period. I didn't do it. Like, and if it really affected me, I'll do it next time. And if it didn't, it makes me human. And honestly, it kind of makes me relatable because a a person who always had it together and always crossed every T and always dotted every I and had all the meals prepped and stuff, I wouldn't like that person. I would find them to be unrelatable and honestly, a little bit boring. (laughs) 
So I always try and think about that for myself. And this past week I've eaten things that made me feel like crap and weren't, you know, the best and, oh, well, we'll get back on it. Like, but in the past that would have spiraled and manifested into something way more than just the stress alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thank goodness my relationship with food has been healed um, in a way that it's not the end of the world and we will get right back into things and it's not going to be a diet. And it's not going to be anything like that. It's just going to be, I know how to eat in a way that makes me feel good and we'll get back there mm-hmm. and oh well. So yeah. I think honoring that that happens um, is really where I wanted to leave on. Do you think we covered it all? You feel good? Yeah. I think that's a really good point because you know, at the end of the day, like I'm coming at you from like a nutrition coach perspective, right. Of like, this is the most optimal way to do this. Mm -hmm. And if you want like the tip on how to do that, there it is, you know, but at the end of the day, we're all human. So that's exactly maybe you have, you know, half of the meals planned out and that's better than you did last time. And you took Mm -hmm. time to reflect and be like, you know what? I'm okay with that that's fine. Or you took time to reflect and you said, you know what, actually that did add a lot of stress like Mm -hmm. that I didn't want in that season. So next time I'm going to plan a little bit more, you know, and it's not about being hundred percent perfect. It's just doing what you can and then reflecting and being like, how did that go? And Mm -hmm. what do I want to make? And then working towards that in the future. Oh, great job. Like that was such a good way of like summing it up. Um, Okay, everyone, we will be back next week, probably with a brain dumping episode because Maggie is on fire with that and we are ready to bring that. Also this summer, we just want you guys to know we are about to really hone in on this podcast a little bit. Uh, I have a little more free time. Like we are really about to take things up a notch with some really cool content, little series, some guests. I think we're going to start to bring some guests on, um, which will be really fun. So yeah, the Megan Maggie podcast is about to go up a notch or two or three and we're really excited for it so if you've been here with us for this long which we know a few hundred of you have um like over time that's really exciting and we're yeah this is all good things are coming Yes. Thank you so much. And if you found this episode helpful or valuable in any way, we would absolutely love it if you shared it with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, we are trying to grow our reach. So if you enjoyed this, um, share it with someone else who you think would. Yes. And rate, review, subscribe, do all of the things. We are now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and it's so cool. So thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. See you next week.